Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports. Do you like crawfish? <laughs> nope. Oh, weird. Do you think we're going to play baseball this year, Mick? Yep. With Joshua Briscoe. <laughs> this is the worst I would have read. <laughs> I think you're wrong. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Let's do it one more time with Mick Schaefer, KSHB 41. Uh, really an opportunity for you to drive one of the final stakes through the heart of this show, Mick. I appreciate you being here to do it. Why are we still why are we why are we still here? You've you had like the start date was last week, but you're starting in two weeks. Only according to Jason. Well, so there are a series of details, both yeah, a series of details, both some some public, some private. Here's here's where I'm gonna run through. First of all, is that we had a a meeting a while back to like put in the dates of you know here's Corey's last day. Here's when we you know we'll we'll introduce Josh and then he'll start the show on the 18th. Jason seemed shocked to learn that a couple days ago when we were doing the actual announcement. Um, and the options are either, you know, I completely hallucinated an entire conversation that I had with several people all at once, or Jason forgot. I think it's your first day is the 12th. You're just kind of, you know, prima donna a little bit, and you're going on vacation. Yeah, I mean, there are some factors that would indicate that's not true. Yeah, I you think know? you booked, your, I'm pretty sure you booked your vacation after the announcement. I think I have emails to prove this. Yeah, and going to a family wedding on, on Renee's side is the same thing as a vacation. Yeah. Um, so I, I have no issues with that. I mean, Mick, uh, Mick you're, you're going to see your family. You're going to be around me even more now. So this is like the least mm-hmm. sort of. See, you know, now I can't make the joke of like how when are you guys ever going to you guys going to find time to like just catch up every now yeah, and then. Yeah, more like, time. If he ever starts. Man, I've never seen anybody leave faster than Corey. <laughs> anybody start slower than you. I mean, Corey, that makes sense. his yeah. last day was last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. The next morning, bright and early, sunrise, he, some I can't picture it, is driving a U-Haul <laughs> across the country to U-Haul. Also called Utah. No, you, is he, it's Utah. Is he U-Haul. driving a Utah to U-Haul? Yes. Or is he driving a U-Haul to Utah? Either way. Brian Windhorst broke the internet when he asked what was happening in U-Haul. Yes, he did. Why, why, why'd they do that? And so, and then, I don't know, like a month later, you're going to start, even though you're in this building and the building's really small and all you have to do is like, you know, the side of that wall, you just, it's better hours. I don't know why you're still slumming it here at night. Yeah, you should be leaving Rudy behind. Yeah, I mean, again, lots of you know, lots of factors. <laughs> I mean, he is my, when he goes on vacation. My my biggest hope is that if we give Jason like two weeks by himself, it's sort of like with a little kid. Maybe that he'll he'll just hire himself out. And when I do actually start, I'll have a, a little bit of a bigger gap here and there to like, hi Jason, I think the Chiefs should do this, Robert Quinn. And so I'm hoping that maybe he just has a little bit of fatigue. Yeah. Best case scenario, he loses his voice while I'm gone. When I, whenever I parachute back in on Monday, I'm sitting in the big chair, you know, or he's he's just out here hoarsely trying to spit through his his it's monologue. Almost, it's almost entirely the zone now. Exactly. <laughs> I am the captain now. It's all part of the plan. Do you think um, I think Jason can fill time? It's been a struggle for him this week. I'd like to see him do it. You know, that's sort of, that's also it. Is I'd, I'd like to see him try. I want to know that he has that in his toolbox. 
Yeah, no, I think he, I think he has it. I think, he I think he's going to do it really well. I think like, like Corey and you are just going to like, like speed bumps for him. Like, speed oh, bumps. Why are good word his, his conversations? Um, They're just here yeah. so they don't get fined. They are. Uh, congratulations, though, buddy. Very thank happy you. for thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good. I really, it's going to be a huge jump for me, my career. You know, my ability to be heard. You know, in in the daytime, um, plenty of Your plenty of space for wife me. Has to love it, though. Well, so and now explain exactly why. Because you're not working nights. Well, so she still is working nights. Oh, so I think she might love it the most. Oh, that's she's right. Have the house she is also a radio a DJ host. That's right. I that's forgot. right. She's actually the other competing uh, sports station in town. I, that. I actually, this is a big announcement, but she's actually going to start hosting nights here on A10 <laughs> in my stead, and it will be um, actually even sportsier. You know, she yeah. she's a real she's a real seam head. She loves baseball. <laughs> she's doctor professor. Um, whoa, the sports. I don't know that that's. I don't know that that's. Never been proven, Rudy. That's a that's, harmful allegation that you fair. just that you just delivered. Um, you you've done a lot of radio with Jason now. You, mm-hmm. It has it has been uh, consistent for a number wow. of years. Are we talking like pretty close to three years, almost on the dot? Didn't yep. we start right about 2019? Like, about like mm-hmm. 2019, like yeah. So i I need to know what I, I I need to know what I need to know about being in that room with Jason for hours on end. I'm hoping that you can be the one that kind of gives me a leg up here. Well, he knows a ton about sports, which you do as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he jo- knows Josh likes sports. to hide it. Okay, that's right. right. I'm ashamed. Josh, of Josh it. knows yes. about sports. He, he's like, all right, let me let me run down. He the watched entire... a women's lacrosse game the other day. <laughs> that's true. I watched that too. The <laughs> England and uh, Canada. I watched last night a little bit. We had one. I I passed over that and chose poker during the AES yeah. that we we had last night. Yeah, and so um, he loves his numbers, mm. and he will spout off numbers like everybody can see him. Like he will throw <laughs> up. A slash line at any point, you know, three straight <laughs> stats of batting average on base and slug, and then you're supposed to process it just like that. But hey, player A, player A is uh, three eighteen, three ninety seven, six forty five. Player B is two ninety five, four oh five, seven fifteen. Who do you think? Who? I'm like, I don't know. But ben and Ben and Tindy. <laughs> is he both? Is it is it both, is both? Ben and Tindy? No, Mick, I was talking about the 1985 Yankees. Why would it be been? I'm like, sorry, I just blacked out whenever you start spouting out numbers. So get ready for that. Josh will actually do the exact same thing, but it's Pokemon stats. So he's got a 49 <laughs> yes. HP, 65 attack. He can give you the full base stats. Yeah. So any that, Pokemon you name. So how I, I'm going to need that's a great point. I'm thinking now, as you said that, I think I've literally now like filled in for Corey with Jason two or three times ever and I think every time there has been a player A player B slash line and I have the same problem of like hey I don't I can't I'm hearing you say all these numbers but I'm I can't process them all this way just say someone's been good and someone's been bad but maybe maybe that's what I need to bring maybe what the show needs is just a blunt force object (laughs) and I can just kind of bonk Jason with that occasion I I think the my advice would be and it doesn't have to be Pokemon but that just popped in my head of just whenever he asks you who who player a player B is you name Pokemon, or it's just (laughs) always the same player it's just Chris guest all the time wow 
Because eventually you might get right. You might be right eventually, right? Here, here, eventually. Here, yeah, here's the deal. You have to assume some sort of role. Mm-hmm. You have to be a, a stereotype, kind of like a caricature of yourself, right. whether it's true or not. So Corey was the bougie one. He has all the money. He likes all the fine things, which was relatively true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also doesn't do anything around the house, doesn't mow a lawn or do anything. And so that was that well, was Corey's, his role. Corey's got the life. The, Corey's yes. life. The more I hear about Corey and his life, she's like, oh, it, and it. it Corey's just, got the good it, life. It got, it got better, got, bud. Got a little better. It got better. It got better. <laughs> hey, Trey Lyles may not have liked Utah, but I think Corey's gonna find. He's gonna like plenty that. of nice Absolutely. things out there. And the Jason is. Uh, he is the. What was his deal? It's more like he's the oh, like just the stat nerd. Always indoors. He hates being outside, mm-hmm. uh, right? As, as always watching a game somewhere. I am uh, the swinger from the cul-de-sac, which yep. Yep. it's not true, but it's a great role. I, I, <laughs> I'll be typecast as that. And then Beards, all he talks about every time he'll open his mic will be about an NBA. Yeah. Yeah, that one's the that one's people don't know this. That's the biggest stretch actually. Beard doesn't even like basketball. He <laughs> right. just he just saw an opening. You know what? Just, I'll be that character. I'll just guy. be that guy. Baseball is my real passion, but I guess basketball is <laughs> right. where I gotta go. So, what what do you think your role will be? It's, it's that's that's you a, a great, lot of options. I do. I, I like to think that I that I could sort of evolve in in a number of different ways. You know, whatever the show needs, and so that for me, I think is I think I need you from the outside to say to tell me what the show needs me to be because I'm I'm flexible. You know, I'm a ditto. There's a Pokemon reference. There we go. I, all I need is a second of of hey, what how how do I help counterbalance some of this? What I'm concerned about is it might involve me becoming an outdoorsman who loves running the football and hates <laughs> analytics. I was going to make the yes. joke of you because, like, you are the outdoor. Like, you're, you're, because I was going to say you should just, like, you should strive to become Corey, which means, you know, Renee's got to work a little harder. <laughs> but yeah. the problem is. You like work. You like doing lawn work too much now. Uh, that You're was too much of an outdoorsy guy. Up, yeah. that, that started, but now now I've really gotten obsessed with the with the clogged uh, drain I have in the ah. basement floor. But, see, but 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 point that all is it's kind of one the same, right? Like you, That's housework, yard work, you like work. home improvement stuff. Yeah, Corey would never do that. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna. But I also don't know that Jason would. Oh, so like everybody's handier than Corey. Maybe you're just the, you're the Tim Allen of the show. <laughs> in every conceivable way, every way. Uh, Jason, Jason, and I are both handy. You think Jason, Jason's handy? Oh, he is. Yeah, no, that's a little surprising. It's extremely surprising. That I it's, feel like, but he, he, yeah, you know, he's he can get stuff done. I feel like Jason has perfectly manicured fingernails and cuticles. Like I feel like I feel like that would been would would keep him from ever like get putting his hand in a garbage disposal. You yeah, know? like he'll go outside, but only for like not fun stuff, like to do yard work and stuff. Like uh, he okay. doesn't like go outside to have a beer in a pool, which is. The great thing to do outside, if you ask me. I have heard him tell. I, I this I think was years ago. I think it was when I was filming on the zone one day of just like him. They I think they went to Florida for family vacation, and you know the wife and the kids were like outside on the yes, beach, and he stayed. And he inside. just stayed inside, yes. <laughs> reading Royals Review. <laughs> Don't Maybe. get me wrong, I love the inside, but if there's a beach right there, I'm, a, I'm at least going to get a couple of hours out in that sun. Okay, so what if? I, I'm naturally extremely online, right? And I think I'm more online than Jason is. Yeah. I think I've got that. I think I'm more plugged into the Matrix. But what if I just don't learn any new information? Because <laughs> And then Jason has to sell me on anything that he believes in, and all of a sudden I'm just playing defense against him. There's some conflict there. Conflict makes good content. Great, great radio. 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I like this. How about this? Here's where you guys will definitely butt heads. Jason knows every line from every movie. Yeah. You've never seen a movie. Yeah. And I, maybe I Except need to lean Top into Gun. that. He has seen Top Gun. I did see both Top Gun movies both within Top 48 Gun. hours. Both Top Guns. Yeah. I, I did. Um, Only movies he's ever seen, but he did see Top Gun. That's true. And so here's help me navigate this then. Because whenever you don't know a reference from a movie from 1985 or whatever, historically both Andersons and also you, you know, well, would just largely go for the jugular. They, they were both way better than me at, at calling up movie lines. It was, there was just a lot of talk of, uh, of Caddyshack, you know, mm-hmm. which maybe I should have seen. But maybe I just need to fully boycott any movies that came out before the year 2000. What you should do, maybe this could be a recurring segment like every Monday at, I don't know, 1130. Um, you, uh, over the weekend, will have seen a cinematic movie classic like Caddyshack. Wow. Yeah. And you come back and give your present day spin on it. And because... A book honestly, report, some could say. Yeah, movies weren't made as good back in the day. A lot of people love movies from the 70s and 80s just because of nostalgia. Like, I finally watched The Godfather, like, a couple months ago. Oh, really? What a boring-ass movie. (laughs) What an overrated two-and-a-half-hour pile of steaming crap. Wow. It wasn't crap, but I'm like, really? This is what everybody's talked about? But then I watched The Offer, which is the story about Miles Teller. It's mm-hmm. on Paramount, a series on how The Godfather got made. A hundred times better than the movie itself was the offer because we make movies and shows and everything better now. Yeah. But maybe, like, you watch you watch uh, 16 Candles and you come back and you, you, ever, you watch Fletch. You come back and give your, oh my God, okay, it's pretty good. You watch Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Okay. <laughs> Yes, watch Roadhouse every week. All right, I'm gonna write down. I, I Beards and I now have a Google Doc of you know just like zone stuff ideas. Yeah. Um, so I'm not writing down movie uh, book reports. Pretty good. I was movie talking, book report. I was talking to uh, a movie book report. Is funny. And if you needed to, you could be. It could be sports movie book report. Um, because yeah. it's on like a sports radio station. I was talking yeah. to Lebo about American Psycho earlier. It was just on DirecTV. I haven't seen it. That seems like a movie I would, I would like to watch. You'd Christian Bale, right? Good, Christian yeah. Bale, yeah. Yes, yes. That movie's very good. Roadhouse. Roadhouse is a good wreck. Didn't um, Vince Vaughn do like a... Um, wasn't there like a... Didn't they make like a couple American Psychos, but like different people? I feel like I saw Vince Vaughn. Are you thinking of like True Detective? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like that, though. I did a Twitter thread a long time ago when I... It was, it was actually like very early pandemic of I've got some time. And I was like Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, and, and a handful of others. So may, maybe it's just that I, I come in with a, a movie book report of something from before the year 2000 or before I was born or something along that line. Um, also, Renee bought a while back like a, a, a scratch off movie poster thing of like the top 100 movies on IMDb. You watch oh, yeah. it, then you scratch That's it off. Cool. Got a little icon there. How many of you scratched off? I well, I don't know. <laughs> I've only scratched off one because it was Fight Club, and I was showing somebody how the poster worked. And it was we had me. both seen Fight Club. It was it was me. It was me, Beards, and uh, Darren from the Basement. Darren, a hundred. Yes, it was before yes. the Bim Bam Show. That's yes. exactly right. So you've seen this poster. Yes, I've seen it. I scratched that one off to like show how it was working, everything. But I've not gone back to it to like. Go ahead and scratch off the ones that we've already seen. Renee and I need to set the ground rules. If, if I remember, it was, it was like it. hard to scratch off, I yes. think. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of a pain. 
Um, also, I, I need to fully take inventory of that, and then maybe that's where I start. I was j- a little bit off on the Vince Vaughn thing, American Cycle too, but I was riding the ballpark. Started my my Lacuna, so or me Lacuna, me Lacuna. So I was, I was, and Morgan Freeman. I was right there. Well, no, Morgan Freeman directed it. Sorry. And wait, and that was another American Psycho. Mar- yeah, it was a direct video was the, sequel. Who was the Psycho? Uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yes, she was the Psycho. She that was killed the psycho. people. Okay, with chainsaws and stuff. Yeah, cool. All American Girl is what American Psycho Two. All American Girl. Mila Kunis, I think, is how it's pronounced. I believe Careful. so. Yeah. Careful. I did get nervous, but I felt like we were safe. <laughs> walk, we landed. Walk that plank. Um, the film. I'm gonna just. I'm not gonna read farther because I don't want to get. All of American Psycho spoiled for me. Yeah. But the, the plot begins with the film starts with a 12-year-old girl whose babysitter's on a date with Patrick Bateman. I've, I've, now, I've now swiped away from the Wikipedia page. I don't, have you not seen American Psycho 2, All-American Girl? Not. It doesn't look like it's got incredible reviews. 3.7 out of 10 on, uh, on IMDb. Direct-to-video is not a great, is not great news. They were going to also make a TV show, which um, had uh, Patrick Bateman in his 50s, like, grooming an apprentice, uh, an apprentice, but that has just been in they what they say. Uh, it's either presumed to have been canceled or development hell. Hmm. Also, um, American Psycho 2 was directed by Morgan J. Freeman. Oh, is that a different Fre- Morgan who is Freeman? not that. Well, <laughs> well, you tell me if that yep. looks like Morgan Freeman that you know. Uh, Morgan a little J. bit in the face. Freeman. I see it a little bit yeah. in the face. Morgan J. Freeman, Michael B. Jordan, at Not That Rudy. You know, lots of great examples of that I mean, of that to be history. fair, like, everybody knows who Michael B. Jordan is. Does it, now that, now we do. Freeman? Right. Yeah. No, I didn't know who Michael J. Who, 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 uh, who Morgan Michael, J. Freeman was. I've known who Michael B. Jordan is since... Uh, uh, Friday Night Lights days, but I really didn't think that that Morgan Freeman, I don't know, man. had directed American Psycho two, All American Girl, direct to DVD, people, or actually maybe VHS. People did start William Shatner also. People though. direct weird things like a uh, John Krasinski. I think is directing like a straight, just like a streaming show or a streaming movie, like you know, straight to streaming with uh, uh, almost a Will Ferrell, but uh, Scott uh, Scott Carell. People every now and then just want to do... Steve Carell? Oh, wow. I am butchering names today. Hey, Rudy. Wow. Lane, go lay down for a second. And just, late, man. Just check your, check, your, check your pulse. It's been a long day. Check There's your... There's no AC in this I building. Like, how hot? How hot is that <laughs> man, room? It is a little hot. Listen, we... I am I'm muggy. I am. So, I feel like I've been standing outside all day. It is so hot. Do you know building. why, though? We're playing a losing game, you and me. Sun's out, guns out. Over I mean, here. it's I. Sh- I got worn, skies out, thighs out going. It was on. the hey. It was the last Friday. I should have worn the shorts. Your your heats out, feets out. See, that's See, where I, I'm at. I just made I got that shoes one. Shoes and socks on. No, Lebo has started giving me. I'll go ahead and put my feet on the desk. Lebo has started yelling at me for um for for having my toes out at work. I under, It's not. It's not what I do. Tell him it's a year round radio station. That's, Lebo. Okay. Well, sure. I mean that. That is fair. I, I think he was wearing some sort of band T-shirt yeah, today. So shirt. you know, we're all we, we all have our uh, our pros and cons. Love that Tyler Lebo. <laughs> it's pronounced Liabo. Uh, I I have simply started saying it's too hot for socks. You you if you all of a sudden you're in a, a building that's that's AC has been you know a little bit on the struggle bus in in. Recent weeks, recent decades, or months. <laughs> you've years. got you've got your your feet in little sweater prisons with then <laughs> further like leather around them or something. Come on, you gotta let those you gotta let those feet breathe. I don't want to see my own feet or anyone else's That's feet. Fair. I am generally anti 
foot. But if if we're all under the desk, you know, I just right now all I know is I can see Mick shoulders and this sort of vintage Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that shirt. Your wife's name? Get it? What's that? Oh, I asked if that was your wife's shirt, but um, that you being Mickey Mouse, I I get. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination, but sometimes you want people to know the truth. You don't want to leave things to the imagination. Dad bod, baby. You'd, you'd say, hey, soak this in. Sometimes the reality is the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so well said. That's beautiful. Thank you, Raldi. Might get a tattoo of that. Of what? Sometimes the reality is the dream. Sometimes reality is the dream. You got to figure out how you want to phrase it before you get it tattooed. Sometimes reality is the dream. Yeah. It's a little wordy. Hey, uh, so... Uh, Thanks, Briscoe with an ear. On the zone, yeah. When the show ends at two o'clock each day, will I get to say goodbye to your mom? This so, is a good. Question. This is something that yeah, this is something that we have to address because there have been rumors going around that the reason that almost entirely sports is ending is because it was the only way I could think of to stop having you say bye to my mom at the end of every Friday to, show to end the affair, right? I, I thought maybe I can go ahead and nip this one in the bud. And then it was revealed to me that I, I, I haven't listened to any point over the last several years, but it was revealed to me that you do occasionally become sort of a long form guest on the zone. And I'm sure I'll figure out kind of like who does what whenever I get there. I'm, I, but, you know, that can wait. Uh, so, yeah, I don't um, I don't know. I think I think, unfortunately, that's largely going to be up to you as a person who's going to have unfettered access to a microphone. You certainly know you have a co-conspirator in Beards. Beards would Beards will definitely help you continue to, um, frankly, harass me uh, <laughs> with with this. But I don't want to harass you. Just your mom. I don't think. I, I but I think for it to be harassment, like she would have to not think it was the best bit <laughs> ever created in radio. And I think that's a lost battle for me as well. So I. I just think I look left and right, and I just find the new way to take an L on this one. It's going to be, Jason's going to be the wild card on this one. What's what's he going to say? Because usually he is. All right, the program's next at the end of the show. Um, now can we fit in? All right, the program's next by Michelle. Can we get that in there? That is that is the question. I would say you have more power, though, because being the infrequent guest, you know, who is the, the infre- not the everyday long, you're yeah. not like, you know, the direct host of this show no. or, or in Josh's spot where you have to, you don't have to see Jason every day. I ain't me anymore. I'm just showing up. And, you know. I, I think you got the power, as Jason is just saying, and the program's hot. Bye, Michelle. Yeah. Just yeah. And I just say it like uh, from a distance. Bye, Michelle. Yeah. Walk, walking yeah. out of the door. Yeah. Just you, to really give out the vibe of like, I'm, hey, I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, out, I'm hitting and I'm hopping on a plane here momentarily. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to stop you is my answer. <laughs> that is that is my uh, you that not. is my legitimate concern. How's your summer been so far? It's been great. It's been a good summer. It always goes fast, man. Always goes fast. We're approaching the middle of July already. Give me a break. Training camp's going to start up and <sighs> this two, month, two weeks. We are in the month of training camp. M F. Oh, we're going to need. I hate training. Don't want to see some guys. I'll, I'll say some I shorts. hate training camp because there's no games. It's just practice. They'll play three. They'll play three preseason games. They're on our air. That's good for our station. But it is twice the work of the regular season. You're driving up to St. Joe. You're driving back from St. Joe. Tomorrow you're going back to St. Joe. Returning. Every single day for practice. For practice. It's twice the work with zero games. Late July, 
to early September sucks for me. August is get the, worst the game month of the started, for sure. and it's less work and it's more. It's 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 uh, it's like it's regimented than schedule based. I know what I'm doing every single Tuesday, every single Thursday. I'm not driving to another town. Oh, I'm not a big training camp fan. There's got to be a way we can streamline all that, right? We're just like maybe maybe we all form like a Kansas City sports media union. <laughs> And we just sort of like, hey, today's your guys' day. You know, you just send back the video, you yeah. send back the audio. Here's yeah. all the questions. You just I'm for that. You you drive and I set think that the up Chiefs today. Would actually, be for oh, that. they would absolutely be for they, that. They can help us facilitate it. Look, they just yeah, only it. one person up here every day. Great. Yeah, just hey, how, you want fewer cameras to yell at to to move down whenever we uh, you know you move into the next top secret phase of practice that everyone who just has a regular ticket can yeah. absolutely film and the tweet. The, then the practice is at nine. Yeah. Get back to the regular season, it's at like at 11, and they're talking at one normal times. Do you ever just stay up there, or are you always driving? No, that's, back? The, that's the deal. The way to streamline it is to take it back to River Falls. Oh. When you go there, you stay for a week. There's nowhere else to, you can't drive back and forth. It's so much better that way. Either have it at the practice facility or have it at a destination. Don't have it an hour away. What's the best possible destination? If right now the Chiefs said, hey, we don't like it here anymore. We're going to move. Practice facility. Josh and Mick, you guys get to decide anywhere in the world. The practice I think facility. I would say the practice facility. Practice facility. <laughs> 15 I mean, minutes or, from my house. Or maybe, anywhere you know what? The world? At I mean, Tice might... Park on the plaza, which is right next door <laughs> to KSHB 41. In the KSHB <laughs> parking lot. I'm There's saying... a lot of grass there. It's good grass. It's good grass. It's good grass. They could spill over onto the, uh, the lawn at the Nelson Atkins and maybe dodge the shuttlecock. What a, think about how good that would be. For the TV shots, oh, it would be a the, the, great the pictures. Visuals. Eventually, Nick Bolton tackles a shuttlecock, yes. just carries yes. it off yes. with yes. him. I don't know that one one regular human being could do that. I think that you give at least just let Chris Jones and Willie and like let Chris Jones and Willie Gay try. Just pick two defenders and just see if, how many it takes to move a shuttlecock. Get rid of blocking sleds forever. Just move the shuttlecocks around. Yeah, and I mean honestly, it is. Um at the combine, Chris Jones already kind of had a shuttlecock. That's right. Move. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it it created a lot of buzz. Yeah, that forty yard shuttle. Yeah, I mean, it, the famous forty yard shuttle. Yeah, it was a it was a shuttlecock. I guess it's better than it being a forty yard. No, I can't. No, that one I can't legally say. I don't think. I can't finish that line. That's sometimes, you know, sometimes it's about the, the notes you don't hit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this segment has ultimately, uh, has ultimately turned into. I, I, why, don't you, why don't you give us this? And the, um, you're just, Mick's just here for, the, for this segment. Rudy and I will close up the show later and we'll still, you said, you said bye to my mom like ten times within this segment already, so <laughs> I, I don't feel it. I'll say it again. I don't, I don't, no, I think you, I think you have, I think your final words on almost entirely sports are going to have to be that, and that really, <laughs> that really bothers me, because at this point that's I can't great. even, I can't even deny it for the content that that's the thing you should do. Is ruin my day, but uh, you you are absolutely as as evidenced by lack of shirt, lack of sleeves, lack of pants that go below about three inches above your knee, the trucker hat. Like this is we we are here in your time to thrive, pre training camp, post weather getting better. Yep. the summer of Mick is here. I'm in the middle of four different lakes 
in four straight weekends. So this is what I need to know. I, I need to know how you do it. I, here I don't need you to be a guest on Almost Entirely Sports. I need you to be the expert that you are on outdoor summer living. And we can just interview you for a second with the appropriate amount of respect. How do you do it? How do I do what? Live the way that you do. <laughs> be you. How do you be you? How do you how do you jump from one lake to the other? How do you embrace that lifestyle in the best possible way? What word of advice would you give for those of us who would like to live who would like to have a little more summer of Mick energy? Big Mick energy, some of us would say. Yeah, that big Mick energy. Um, I don't know, like just like to hate the rest of your life so it balances out like in the weekends, like uh like I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go get it. It's about to get easy for me in about yeah, a week. Monday through Thursday, uh Friday through Sunday, okay. That's so I did just do the right it's thing. Beautiful. I just need to be miserable at better hours. Ten to two with Jason Anderson. I don't, that's yeah. Two birds, one stone. The more two birds, one zone. <laughs> the more miserable you're going to be, the greater the slide to the other end of the, the spectrum. The more enjoyment you're going to find. What do you keep your air conditioner at at home? Oh, as cold as I want it. Okay, I'm so forty-five years old. I don't mess around. So you are, but you are at a spot where because I, I was thinking, if your house is miserable, you maybe maybe it forces you out to the back patio a little more often. All of a sudden, you get that base tan you don't even know about. I joke. I'm not miserable, but yeah, no, the AC is fine. My wife grew up not dirt poor, but maybe like mud poor. Sure, which maybe sounds Sa- worse sand than sand poor sand poor. Um. Yeah, like uh, grass, Gra- gravel, Gra- gravel, gravel poor, gravel, gravel poor, and so they were like never turned on the AC. Ah, and so she vowed, like when I grow up, I'm always gonna have it on, and I wow. appreciate that about her. Wow, that's beautiful. She's yeah. like, I want to grow, I want to grow up and live in an igloo. I I grew up upper middle class, and like, <laughs> uh, so I had the same thought, just from a different kind of angle. Like, this is great. No. It's, 70 degrees in the house at all times, AC going at all times. I like burning this. through money yeah. is great. I also will never stray from that. So we found each other. That's beautiful. <laughs> Do you have anything else in common or is that the Not, one thing? Nothing else in common. <laughs> so we brought them together. Nothing else. <laughs> but it, but hey, you know you know what the uh, we both be. we both know directions very well. She is amazing at directions and I really appreciate that. That's it's really hot. Beautiful. She'll yeah. say she won't say I'll go left and then turn right. No, it's you go west on this street, and you go north. I'm like, oh, it's so hot. Wow. That would do nothing for me. I'm great at that, I wouldn't too. even know what I she just, meant. I look at my phone, and it just like, hey. Yeah. It's so hot when our phones do it for us. It's just like, it's hard to explain. It is It is a thrilling and During experience. the summer, you they do get hot. Big city babies. Because they've overheated. And you probably couldn't even read a map. Mostly because you couldn't find a map. Yeah, it would take me months to locate a <laughs> printed map. I would just start going to gas stations and yeah, <laughs> yes. loudly, loudly be like... you got any maps I, around here? I, maps? Hi, hi, I'm on the Amazing Race. Do you have a map I could borrow? Is this a map? No, it's a kazoo, sir. <laughs> hey, could you please show me on here how to get home? Like, yeah, I don't know where you live, and that's a bag of pork rinds. So, so far, no, I don't, I don't think that I can. That's uh, really... That's really challenging. Uh, well, Mick, we can uh, we can let you return to just slather on more layers of your tan and and soak in the the sun rays that ultimately um, we all get to see the fruits of your labor Listen, on. The lakes are open to everybody. You guys That's, can go to. Well, I couldn't because we're busy. T- it, we're you know these, these night shows. You know when am I going to go? Am I going to go to the lake and then get back in time for a show that starts at seven? Tell you what, starting starting in six or eight months when I do officially <laughs> move over to the zone. <laughs> 
all of a sudden you're at twelve two thirty. I was gonna say twelve thirty, maybe twelve thirty. Jason might not even know that I'm gone. He might not even know that I was supposed to have started. Two thirty from here on out, I'm cannonballing at two thirty. I'm gonna be envious of your schedule because you guys are gonna roll in at I don't know eight thirty, and then you roll out at two. <laughs> well done. Nine thirty. Yeah, nine thirty. Nine forty-five. The good thing is you have. Very, very small shoes to fill. <laughs> like literal. He wore like six and a half. Tiny feet. Very tiny, odd looking feet. Very small. Also, uh, figuratively, he didn't do much. So you're good there. This is another. See, the expect, managing expectations is so important. Mm-hmm. And I can never repay Corey for how low he put that bar before <laughs> he left. He did me a great service. Thank you, Corey Anderson, for that. Um, with that being said, any any final words? You know, to, you, can you help convince the AES audience they should come listen to the Zone? Yeah. Any any final uh, stake to drive through our heart? I feel like most of the time the AES know. audience is asleep till two p.m. Most yeah, days. It's gonna be tough. That's gonna yeah, be it's a big gonna be tough. For them. You gotta roll out of the rack by ten. Um, but it will be worth it because, um, it'll just be, you know, it'll be a different crop of, uh, white guys talking, uh, to you Yep, that time of day. Yeah, I mean, but, at least, at least get the radio on by, by noon on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I would say that's mandatory. By, by one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in a couple hours. Yeah. Noon on Fridays most of the time, but yeah, one. Uh, what's gonna suck is that Josh is gonna be really good at producing and like, I'm like yeah, Mick, we don't need you. We we guests all through the one o'clock hour and and I'll just be kind of. I'm. Moved I, out. I think Josh. Is, I, think, I think Josh might ask you to come on Tuesdays and Thursdays as well. So <laughs> there's less work to do. <laughs> I I am thinking mostly about how I could get to a point where the show just runs itself. Yeah. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work as hard as I need to to make it be a fully just sort of self-contained machine. Yeah. And then there might be weeks that no one even sees me or hears from me. I'll just give Beard some audio clips of mine to just like drop in here and there, <laughs> and it, it's all Pokemon. theater of the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you see this new Charmander thing? And Jason won't know what that means, and then I'll I'll be set free. So, um, Mick, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Also, now you are officially, I think, the the genie has has set you free from your lamp, or you are the genie set free from your lamp. You've been doing some Friday night uh, uh, guest spots on this in, in this time slot for a very long time, and I think you're free now. I'm done now. So I think I, I really appreciate that for this entirety. Friday nights are free again for that's, for the entirety was, of this. Those are my three wishes. That that three times. Is that yeah? It, and people people aren't gonna really appreciate this, but just the fact that you just finished the zone at two o'clock, um, and and for years have just you know waited around until nine. You just sit in the hallway. It's always been very sad. Well, to be um, fair, in the summer he goes out on the balcony and gets the sun. <laughs> that's true. He's got one of those un, those full. There is a yes. there is a, yes, yes. There is a small pond out there. You know, you, <laughs> get, a, you get a floaty <laughs> scope layout on. Coors Light and uh, just sit in the pond. Boy, what I'm realizing now is we should have been doing this show from that pond. That would have been. We, we, missed, we missed an opportunity. Man. We could have plugged in a tie line over there. And Pond just gone. Studio. Yeah. You know how many extension cords we have? I could. We have enough extension cords to reach the Sonic. <laughs> could have been doing this show. From actually, the Sonic. Sonic Studio. Boy, those are two pretty good ideas. All right, I'm going to add those to the Zone folder, and we'll uh, do presumably that next, next Friday night, Mick, we'll see you uh, at the Sonic. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Do the show from the Sonic. <laughs> we'll do, it'll just be for a podcast, but it is still going to be at 9 p.m. So I'm going to need you to tell your family that you will not actually be returning. Almost to them entirely anytime. Cheddar Bites will be the name of the show, and better show. Yeah.
better show, better content, better <laughs> surroundings. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Mick, thank you very much for your uh, for your your hours of absolute devotion, incredible sports analysis over the years. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. It's uh, it's been a blast. Michelle, thanks to you for letting me be a part of it. Is that the end? Is that how this... Oh, man. Just, uh, yeah, just say bye, Michelle. Bye, Michelle. And I can't wait to say hi, Michelle. (laughs) Take the show with you wherever you go. Listen live on the Sports Radio 810 mobile app and 810whb.com. As almost entirely sports gets very, very close to the end of this show's run, you might be reminded of the common phrase, the idea that nothing lasts forever. I understand that phrase, and it's usually true. But you know when it's not true? We're talking about a beautiful ring from Ruback Fine Jewelry. Because as far as I can tell, diamonds last pretty much forever. Metal lasts, as far as I can tell, pretty much forever. Gold, in Renee's case, uh, rose gold. That was the basis for her engagement ring that I got from Ruback Fine Jewelry. And I promise you, if you want it to last forever, at least as long as we're all going to be around, hey, there's no better place to go than Ruback Fine Jewelry. Truly, that's where I went as my first really and only meaningful stop in the engagement ring process. I started looking around online. I was overwhelmed. I didn't know where to start. I got the recommendation that now I am giving to you, which is, hey, go to Ruback. R-U-B-A-C-K dot C-O. You can set up your appointment online there. Uh, I, I think I sent an email. I might have made a phone call. All the contact info is on their website. You can do whatever uh, form is best for you to get in touch with them. But I, but I was, hey, go, go check out Ruback and talk to Hal. Let me tell you about Hal. He's got decades of experience in the jewelry industry, which means he has connections all over. But also he has expertise in the stuff that matters. Uh, I, I've told a lot of different individual stories about the, the Ruback process. Um, one that I don't even know if I have talked about before or not is the, the process of him bringing out. We, we, we got a diamond shape and a lot of the things kind of figured out for the most part and then he brought out two different diamonds said hey which one of these do you like they're you know pretty close in price they're they're very close in quality gave me the little jeweler jeweler's eyepiece microscope thing i got to look in and i got to see the inside of these diamonds up close and uh, ultimately i genuinely like i didn't think it was going to happen i genuinely liked one of them more than the other one i said i, I like this what do you think and i was like i also like that one let's get this thing happening so ultimately, um, if you haven't seen the pictures, Renee's got a rose gold ring with this incredible, um, I don't even know how to, very sort of like Victorian uh, border around it. That's the wrong word, but I'm not a jeweler. Uh, little black diamonds, north, south, east, west, and the big oval one in the middle. I, I have never loved a piece of jewelry this much, which is good because, you know, this is an investment. You want this to be good. Don't. Don't mess around if you are in the engagement ring buying process. Just go to Ruback. Save yourself all the trouble. And, and you're going to have not just a, a, a passable experience or a not brutally uh, difficult experience. I, I loved going through that process. Uh, Hal took the stress out of it because he has the expertise to make sure that we were on the right track. Renee was thrilled. I'm thrilled. Uh, and it's a truly beautiful piece of custom jewelry. And again, look, honestly, if I heard somebody say all of this over over the radio, I would go, okay, cool, a custom ring. Yeah, no, I'll get right on that. But But here's the thing. A custom ring really does mean a custom budget. It means that you can say, hey, I like this and I like this and I'm working with this sort of budgetarily. 
Take those questions to Hal. Don't assume that you know. Maybe you'll get there and say, hey, I like this and this. And Hal will say, hey, let's do this and this instead. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll be thrilled that he uh, set you on the right track. Maybe he will say, wow, you're a jewelry genius, and I want to do exactly that with you. But I just cannot imagine a single human being going to Ruback Fine Jewelry and leaving with anything other than a, an experience and a, a piece of jewelry that they will value for a lifetime. That was 100% the case for me and for Renee. And so I am, am honored and extremely happy to tell people that uh, Ruback is the place that you should go because uh, I'm so very glad that I did. I, don't, I wonder if people can hear. I wonder if you, the, the dear listener, I wonder if you can hear the stress in my voice whenever I talk about how stressed I was at the beginning of the process versus the love in my voice for where we ended up and the, um, the incredible piece of jewelry that now uh, Renee gets to wear around all the time. I just... I, I, I love Ruback, and I, I am so appreciative of Hal and everybody at Ruback who made that process so awesome for me and for my fiance. So if you want to get in on that, go to Ruback.co. That's R-U-B-A-C-K dot C-O. Maybe you're already married. Maybe you're not looking to get married right now. Maybe the engagement ring game is not one you're in. They have all sorts of beautiful pieces of jewelry, some that are ready to go in the uh, in their, their area there um, here in the uh, the Kansas City area. Been in this community for more than 100 years, by the way. Or maybe you uh, you want to go in and say, hey, I've got this custom idea. I don't know how to pull it off. Can we do this? Ask Hal. He will give you the answers and figure out what you guys need to do to get to uh, to wherever you want to be. It's a great experience. I think you'll have fun with it. I, I know you'll be happy with the end result because I was. And uh, I, I trust Hal and, and everyone at Ruback to give that experience to everybody because it was such a good one for me. So again, R-U-B-A-C-K dot C-O for Ruback Fine Jewelry. That's where I went when it was engagement ring time. That's where I think you should go to. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports. No, I actually I just had Chinese food for lunch, and now I don't feel very good. And it's been nine hours since I've eaten it, and I only I, I feel progressively worse. With Joshua Briscoe. And I'll magically feel better if you give me 101,000 likes on my latest tweet. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. It's become increasingly rare for me to fully not recognize where a liner came from. <laughs> Everything I said there tracks for me 100%. Yeah. I just don't remember the context of that. I don't know the last time I had, I, that I had Chinese food for lunch I, on a work day. I believe it was during the pandemic, but like after you would come back, obviously, everybody kind of come back because I, I believe this was uh, intern TJ was, was with us when oh, sure. I, like, I believe he made this. Like I, I gave him the part, he made the liner. I, I believe this is one of his. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I just I don't I remember the last time I had Chinese be wrong, food. But I'm pretty sure. So this would have been, I mean, I don't know, some late 2019, maybe. Yeah. Something, something like that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Mid- I mean, or 2020. I mean, um, like yeah, yeah, summer sorry, 2020. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, thanks for uh, being along for tonight's show. About 10 more minutes left for you before we head into the weekend. And then we'll be back on Monday for the series finale of Almost Entirely Sports. That'll be Monday, the very last show. Of course, thanks to Mick Schaefer for joining us, um, as he does every Friday. Got got uh, one nice fat segment of Mick. Got you ready for your summer. Thanks to Sterling Holmes as well, and of course, thanks to Travis Kelsey for uh, just a really fun, a really fun chat from Tahoe. Uh, always enjoy any chance to get to hear from uh, from Travis. We're, we're first name friends yeah. now at this point. Well, I mean, you know, he seems like a pretty cool guy. Just, you know, we're just just a dude. At one point, at towards the end, I said I I did just say thanks, Trav. Yeah. So that I mean, he's he said, Trav. He said you're welcome, Jay. He said he said Joe. no. He said no problem at JB Briscoe on Twitter with an E. When are you gonna get, get those super follows? I'm ready to I'm ready to pay ten bucks a month for some of that exclusive content. I said oh, Trav, God, I please. Wait. 
Um, so this has been sitting in the show for literally this entire week. Yep. We need to talk about Kevin Durant again. Because you yep. said something on, I think, Tuesday. I think so. It is uh, the end of the show on Friday. Are we sure about that? I um, hope so. Can, can you kind of restate your take on where I would be at right now as a Phoenix Suns fan? Yes. Waiting for Kevin Durant, wondering about Kevin Durant. Yeah, at this point, I think it's uh, simply put is you just must be ready for this to be over with. Regardless of ultimately what the end result is, it's just like, just let's let's get the trade over with. Kevin. I want Kevin Durant to be somewhere. Phoenix, ideally, but just let's get it over with. So here, here is why that comment from you earlier in the week has literally stuck with me for days. Because in a ton of similar circumstances, that is exactly where I would be. I, I still to this day, uh, I am just, I am an anxious anticipator. Um, it is better for me to have 15 minutes of warning that Travis Kelsey might call in than it is for a week of, you know, preparing to interview, um, a, a former president or so. I, I don't know. I just, that, that's sort of generally how a lot of that works for me. I, if I'm thinking about what it could, what could be coming around in a week, you know, I, I just, I don't need to worry about everything all the time. Yeah. Oftentimes, I would rather just rip off a Band-Aid. Certainly, if it's a bad thing, want to open the present. If it's a good thing, whatever. I get that because I my, that's just how my brain works as well. We are, are similarly broken in that way, which is I, why that, that idea from you makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I work much better. I, I remember having teachers in college, like when we were doing journalism stuff, being like, oh, you work really well like when things go wrong. It's because it's just, it's a spur of the second. I'm not thinking, yeah. right? But the things, but like before, like the first time I go on air, I'm overthinking, I'm nervous. But when it's just that boof, thank you, please. Yeah. Yeah, I... Slap me in the face when I'm not looking. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm good in chaos and... Uh, and I, I'm good with, you know, I feel like I can do things with some preparation or whatever. Anticipation's I'm fine. I'm good when, I get, when I'm able to shut off my brain. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's very similar to probably where I'm at, I'd imagine. I don't know. I was going to say this show's not therapy, but it mostly is. Yeah. So I understand exactly where you're coming from, I think. It is absolutely not where I am with Kevin Durant and the Suns. Because here's the thing. It's a little different now as yeah. opposed to Monday or Tuesday. I was texting a friend of the show and uh, and fellow Suns fan Scott Chasen about this. I I am a, a slow text opener. We've talked about this. If I get a text that I know I need to come back to and respond to it at a certain point, I'll just leave it unread until I can get back to it. So I know I don't I don't want to open it and forget about it. Yes, I should incorporate that more because I will forget frequently. For the last week, anytime Scott texts me anything, or certainly if it's a Twitter link. I will click it immediately because I assume that Kevin Durant has been traded. So that has rewired my brain in a way that I'm not thrilled with. However, do you know what is currently the case? Right now, the Phoenix Suns are the main supporting character in the biggest story currently happening in sports. The narrative right now is... Kevin Durant wants to go play for the Phoenix Suns. Or the Miami Heat. As a distant, distant, distant second. You want culture? Heat culture, please. Please, heat culture. They don't even have the best... They don't even have the best basketball on fire logo in the NBA. You know who does? Phoenix. Their sand isn't even that good. Get get some real sand. Go to Arizona. You're looking for water. It's probably it is probably going to be Miami. Mm. There's water in the Grand who Canyon. Needs, who needs water? Four hours away from Phoenix. I think. Who needs water? Who needs it? 
I have continued to enjoy the chaos. There, like, there is a Suns adjacent like podcaster who's been very, very, um, very much pushing that. Hey, this is going to happen. Just give it some time. Sort of agenda. There's an entire Suns subculture following him now, and I'm, he's not like a beat reporter. He just might have sources. You have then all of the Suns. He might have sources. That's where we're at. There are Kevin Durant hashtag woof woof rumblings that I am invested in at this point. You turn on first take, where's Kevin Durant want to be? Flip it. Hey, where's he going to land? Today there there was a a panel of where's he going to land and the the graphic at the bottom, I think everybody had a Phoenix Suns logo. I am enjoying the chase on this one in a way that I, I have not before. Partially, I think, because even if he ends up elsewhere... Team's pretty good, but if they get Kevin Durant, they're like legit back as finals favorites, depending on you know what they give up and everything, and would usher in such a ludicrously fun era of Suns basketball that the anticipation of maybe that happening is very good. But also, if it breaks bad, the Donald Glover and community carrying pizzas, walking into a room on fire, energy of Suns Twitter is going to help soothe me. I would much rather have Kevin Durant become a member of the Phoenix Suns, ideally in a trade not involving Mikael Bridges. I mean, I I would love a trade that involves Mikael Bridges if it's a three-way trade that involves him going to Denver. I think right now the issue is that somebody needs to want DeAndre Ayton, and I think the issue is right now the Indiana Pacers might be the only ones actively wanting DeAndre Ayton. Utah would be helpful. Utah could shake things up. Yeah. But um, what's going on in Utah? No one's really asked that question, you know? It's interesting. It's interesting. It's very strange. It's very strange. So I I have continued to enjoy the the chase on the the Kevin Durant thing um, because it has been the second most fun stretch of Suns basketball in the last decade. It was the finals run last year and this now. The playoffs this year never really got fun. It was just sort of stressful. First round was kind of fun, but it was always stressful. Yeah. And then the well, Mavs. It's because all of that. the truth was, right? It didn't really matter until the Western Conference Finals. And even, and even right, like it was, hey, this is the, it's, it's a title or bust season. Yep. And the expectations was, oh, they'll definitely be in the Western Conference Finals. Obviously, you expect that to be tough, and so you're, you know, it's not necessarily, oh, we'll easily get through that. But if they would have lost to Golden State, yeah, you know, we would have gotten it. But the expectation was that you get there. So I, uh, I am, I am hopeful still on the KD front, but I'm, I'm trying to enjoy the moment on that one. Uh, because I have literally no control over it, other than changing my name on Twitter to Joshua Briskevin Duranto. Is it still that? No, I changed it before the zone announcement because I felt like in that moment yeah. I wanted to get my real given birth name back on there. Oh, you got the you put the E there. Yeah, I mean you set me up. You walked right into it. I'm glad this show's almost over. God, that's that. Whenever we were doing the like sort of intro hour, of me on the zone on Wednesday, Jason was kind of like, "Yeah, we have to kind of feel out." You know, like, what can we joke about and everything? He was like, "Can I joke that you were dying to be on this show?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. I need diabetes jokes more than I need insulin, which is crazy because I really need insulin." But if at any point he's like, "And here's uh, Joshua Briscoe with an E," I think I'm going to fight him. I think I will go over the console and I will fight him. Well, if a spot opens up, yeah, you know where to find me. I think in part because it's just 
it's your joke so much at this yes. point that it uh, is mine. If Jason says it, you'll see me come out of nowhere. Like you're you, gonna fight him. You will fight him, yes. and then you'll see me kind of come out of nowhere, tag team style. Yes, and it was good. Just like, it's just we're hey. We were once enemies, but now we're friends. <laughs> uh-huh. We're in this together. United over a mutual enemy yeah. here, which is that joke being stolen by Jason. I want to have a very serious sit down with him and be like, listen, you joke about literally everything. But if you put an E at the end of my name, I'm going to be the Russell Westbrook to your Skip Bayless. I'll try to fight you in the streets. Anyway, uh, thanks for a fun week of shows. I know that there was a big announcement and a big shakeup, and then it's going to get even weirder. When the show's not here anymore, we've got one last ride on Monday. I'm very much looking forward to that show. I hope you are as well. We will talk to you Monday night from 7 to 10 for the final Almost Entirely Sports. Until then, bye, Mom.